everybody, and welcome back to Real Talk. This is staff writer Sophia Bender and Ian Fertig here to discuss who we think is the best author of our time. So we um, are going to talk about this based completely on our opinion, pretty much. We did take literary quality and popularity into account, but it's mostly based on if we like these authors or not. So. Oh yeah. We're going to be discussing a bunch of authors today, um, all from our time, which really in this case means their books uh, have to have been written or be popular in the 21st century. Really, uh, you'll probably have read or heard of all of these authors, and that's what we're shooting for, find the best one of our time. Right. And we are limiting it just to fiction to make it a little bit more simple. Um, and No romance yeah. is another rule before we get started. Um, no primarily based in romance. You know, if you have a story, you want to throw some romance in there. We'll let that slide, but if it's a romance book or a romance author, they did not make this list. Right. Um, and no unworthy, cheesy teen authors either. These are, These are adults who authors. write oh, definitely. for their job. So what what makes authors good and long-lasting? Yeah, we should establish that before we get started. So what we like uh, when we read is um, real characters, who first off. Who have real reactions to the situations that they're in. It doesn't matter if the situation they're in is real or not, just if they act, if they react to it like any human would. Mm -hmm. And we don't mean they have to be people who exist, just they have to feel real. They have to be well-written. And we also want, we want some well-driven plot lines, right? We want books that are interesting to read, that have good stuff going on. And that aren't based on romance. Oh, exactly. Coming back to that. And another thing is the themes of the book, kind of the messages they send. Right. This wasn't really the no, it's not as important, but I mean, it was it was important enough that we put it in there. Oh, so definitely. We definitely looked at that, too, um, and the worlds that they create. Since these are fiction writers, some of them are even fantasy, and they create worlds that are out of this world. Yeah, completely fictional, just from scratch. They make these worlds <clears throat> all from their imagination, and that's extremely impressive. And so we really like that. We really love opening a book and you see a map there of a place that doesn't exist and it captures your imagination, it really helps you get lost in the story. Right, so authors that were really good at that, they're on this list too. Totally. So, who deserves the title? We don't know. Not yet. We're going to have to talk about some authors and make our decision. So, we're just going to dive on in, talk about some of the best authors that, you know, best authors of our time, according to our opinion. Starting with Chris Wood, all right? He is amazing. Sophia does not really I've, read him I've never ever. Read him. That's fine. He's here because I love him, and he's amazing. And he is a British author, so if you haven't heard of him, that makes sense. He hasn't written a ton of books, really somewhere around 16, 20. They're all fantasy, science fiction, all really interesting, really spectacular novels that have all the qualities we've discussed, these amazing characters and amazing worlds that he's built from nothing, and it's great, and you should read it. Yeah, but he's only on here because you like him. Yeah. And that's, he's not popular you know, in the U.S., so... That's true. I mean, he doesn't. he's not really the kind best of author. It. There are other, we there can are stop other now. better authors. All right, then. Moving on past Chris Wooden. Great author. You should read him. James yeah. Dashner. James Dashner. Um, if you haven't heard of him, he is the author of the Maze Runner series. 
and his stuff is really popular with people our age. Um, he has a lot of the qualities that we put on our list. I think, if I'm not wrong, there's a little bit of romance in there. Oh, but totally. it's definitely not what drives the plot, which we no. like. Yeah. Um, His Maze Runner series is a dystopia through and through. Uh, if you're not familiar with the story, about a group of teens trying to survive in this maze and they have no memory of how they got there. And yeah, there's the main character's guy and there's characters a girl and there's some romance there. But I wouldn't say it's stereotypical romance. No. It, really turns it on its head in the sequel and then the third book. So we like that, too. Yeah. Really excellent author, and there's at least five books in this universe all worth reading. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, so, but he's not the best. Probably yeah. not. Yeah, I mean, we have we have better authors on this list that we want to talk about, so yeah. I guess not. It was worth the mention, though. James Dashner, excellent author. Up next, we have Chris Paulini author of the Aragon series. These are four of maybe the best books I think I've ever read. Um, Sophia okay. hasn't read all of them. I have. They are fantastic. They're fantasy novels that take place in this purely fictitious world, something you know, we truly love that is extremely well made, in-depth with all of your you know, Tolkien uh, aspects. You have elves and dwarves and all these magical creatures and dragons. Talking that's, dragons. That's the biggest plus of his books, is the dragons, and the people who ride dragons, and the people who fight other people with dragons. It's fantastic. Definitely worth reading. They can be a bit slow. These are very yeah, large that's books why, we're talking That's why about. it was hard for me to get through the first book, and that's why I don't think he should be best author, is his books are kind of slow, and some of the other authors on this list, just, they're better paced than his, so. Oh yeah, that's fair. It's an investment, one that is definitely worth it, but maybe not worth best author of our time. Yep. Tolkien is another one on this list, and he's right on up there with Chris in terms of like this amazing world building, which is why he's on this list. And um, Author of Lord have, of the Rings. Yeah. This is the he man He defined who, the fantasy genre. He set the bar. For any fantasy writer who came after, they will compare themselves to Tolkien. So, I mean, he has to be on this list, and he is amazing. It takes a phenomenal amount of skill uh, to create these books that are adored today across, I would say, the world. Right. They're awesome. So. Yeah. I mean, he definitely deserves to be on this list, and maybe even the top person, so we're going to have to... Yeah, we have more authors to, to discuss, that. but we can't really think of a downside to J.R.R. Tolkien. No. no. I mean, some of his books are a little slow, but not... Not as bad as Paulini, so I feel like maybe he could make it to the top. Oh, definitely. Um, another book, or writer... Moving on, next author. Um, is Harper Lee, and you probably read her book To Kill a Mockingbird sometime in high school. Um, she's, I mean, she's great. This is, not everybody likes her, but this, she's a great writer. I really like her book. And I mainly like it because she deals with this controversial topic that, um that's not really written about that much, and she has a really interesting take on it, too, with not taking it from um, the lawyer's perspective or the judge's perspective, but from the, from, um, scout's the perspective. perspective. You don't see that very often at all in mm -hmm. any type of book. So I really like how she did that. and Capturing that whole issue through the eyes of adolescents, it's, it's really phenomenal. It was definitely worthy uh, of all of us having to read it in school 
as an example of a fantastic classic piece of literature. And yeah, maybe not everyone liked it. We were, you know, forced to read it for a grade. And so most people our age wouldn't consider her the best author of our time. And for that reason, she probably won't be, but she's definitely worth reading, definitely worth looking into if you haven't read her works. Also up here on our list is James Patterson and John Grisham, and we put them together because they're very similar, I would say, in the type of stuff that they write. Um, And I think the main reason that we have them on this list is because they write books for people of all ages. They each have their young adult or middle school type series, and then they also have a bunch of books for adults. So certainly, so the fact that they can write for both all these age ages groups it takes a awesome. lot of skill. Yeah, and we really admire that. I have read James Patterson's books from middle school into high school, and I've seen books he's written for adults and tons of them. Right. And that that takes a lot of skill as well to be able to write a lot and to write a lot of books that are good that people like. Right, and they're not based on romance, and they have really great characters. And although it takes, they all their books usually take place in our world, but they do some great stuff with it. Like James Patterson has his Maximum Ride series. I mean, it technically takes place in our world, but he develops it so that it doesn't feel like it, and mm-hmm. it it's just really awesome. Yeah, and we'll get back to that later. Stories like that that exist in our world that are clearly fictional. They have you know fantastic things, people with superpowers, stuff like that, those can be some of the best stories. Because if you do a good job with it. If you write it well, it's, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, because what they do is they capture your imagination because it could be real. You never right. know. It's something we really admire. We have some authors later on on this list who do that extremely well and have become extremely famous for it. Um, and that's just something that James Patterson does in one of his series that's really cool. And up next is probably the best example of an author who has done this, who has created a world that isn't real but feels real. It's J.K. Rowling, author of the Harry Potter series. Mm -hmm. And there isn't much we can say that you don't know about J.K. Rowling. She is a phenomenal author, and her books are loved across the world. Seven books, eight movies... I've seen them all. I've read them all. They were a huge part of our childhoods growing up, definitely for people our age. Right. Um, she, I mean, I love her books. I grew up with her characters. It's, I, I have no words. The um, amount of effort she clearly put into creating this world that's right, right, right next, next door, to our own, but we don't see it. Awesome. And that's what's amazing. That's what really captures the imagination when you're a kid and you're reading Harry Potter is you think to yourself, well, maybe if I grow up, I could be a wizard. There's this wizarding school and it's amazing and fantastic and all this great stuff. And maybe I'll get my letter when I turn 11. It's just, I mean... We're past 11 now and we're starting to cope with the fact that we may not actually be wizards, but the books are still amazing. And they have messages that really transcend just the story. Right, and and people of all ages like J.K. Rowling. Adults have read the series and have liked it, and just like us, I have people have grown up reading the series. So, it, I mean, she's she definitely deserves to be One of the on best top, authors of our time. But oh, yeah. But. As much as I love J.K. Rowling, 
there are some things that make her not be at the top of this list. She, one, one of our biggest things was that our, that the characters in, that these people write react um, realistically to the situations that they're in. And sometimes J.K. Rowling does not do this. And it bothers me to the point where we're not going to make her the top person. And you can read more about that in my story on J.K. Rowling. But she, I just, yeah, nope. Amazing, maybe not the best. It's not about the facts, everybody. It's about our opinion. Up next, we have an author who is definitely up there with J.K. Rowling in terms of popularity and the books he has written. It's um, Rick Riordan, author of the Percy Jackson series, which, like Harry Potter, takes place right next to our world. Right, I love I love Riordan. Like, I didn't get my letter when I turned 11, so I was like, maybe when I turn 12, someone will show up at my door and be like, hey, you're a demigod. Go to Camp Half-Blood. Fight some monsters. And I'm like, cool. That hasn't happened yet, but We're the books are right still fantastic to this day. I grew up with them through elementary school reading those, and I know tons of people our age have. These are extremely popular books that he, he's still writing about today. This world right. is always expanding. Rick Jordan's always adding more installments, always bringing yeah. back the characters we love, which is great. What I like is that he kind of interlocks the different mythologies. Like, they all exist in the same universe. As in, they have these Greeks that can interact with the Romans, and although they don't usually, they could interact with the Egyptians people who are Egyptians or Norse, the and they kind of right. just all like interlock. They're all there. They're all in the same world, even if they don't realize it. Just like how we wouldn't realize it if all these stories were real. Right. And that's what captures the imagination. It could be. It might be. And, it and we does, want it to be. It takes a lot of skill and no doubt a ton of research to learn about these uh, ancient mythologies and bring them to the attention of young readers today. Right. I Definitely mean, worth one of the top spots. Yes. But, but. We have some issues. Really, really one issue. Right. With some of his more recent And this writings. is like being super picky. Extremely. We'll be picky when we want to. It, the way he introduces this one character in one of his newer books bothers us. Indeed it does. So... Without going into too much detail... We don't want to spoil anything. In his Magnus Chase series, in one of the installments of the series, there is a character who is introduced that some aspects of this character they're don't contribute little, to the story. They're a little bit different, which Definitely. is good. However, the way that he introduces you to, to the character, character and the fact that he almost kind of shoves this character into your face so that you notice it more is is it's not uncomfortable. Definitely. Yeah, it it takes away from the story and mm -hmm. it just we're, it just doesn't make that particular story very good. Yeah, he has a ton of other great stuff and a lot of other examples where he's done much better with that but just not with this particular character and we're being super picky. So Yeah. It's, it's about incorporating characters, an extremely diverse cast of characters, without making an issue about it, without making it a big thing. If you can write characters into your story of all sorts of backgrounds, 
without it being a huge deal, and they're there, and they're excellent, and they're good characters. We love that. We love that to death. It's great. But they're just, this is one time uh, in one series of, that an author who's written tons of fantastic books has done, we just aren't super comfortable with. Right. So he's not going to quite make the top spot. Um, another author that we had to put on this list, and it was kind of my idea, was John Green. If you haven't heard of him, he he's awesome, and you have to read him. He's written The Fault in Our Stars, um, Paper Towns, Paper Towns, An Abundance of Catherines. He's written a lot of great books. Not not as many as some of the other authors on this list, but all of them are really awesome, and they deal with um, some really important themes that aren't super like shoved in your face. They're subtle and they're really interesting to read about, um, and I really like his books because not all of them have happy endings. They make you cry, and sometimes people will, or authors will change it so that their characters do have a happy ending, and maybe it takes away from the story a little bit, but not John, John Green. Green does not do that. Now, John Green's on this list because you've read him and you love him, and I personally have not. So for the same reason that Chris Whitting probably won't win, John Green won't make the top spot. Also, I haven't read his books. And I mean, our, The Fault in Our Stars is based on romance, and that's like his most famous book. Right. He, yeah. That's the book he's most well known for. So we don't like that uh, around here. We don't. No. We're not a huge fan of romance-based writing. So, so we're gonna scratch you off, John Green. But we sorry. still love you. Up You're next, still really good. we have Dan Brown, and Dan Brown is an extremely good author because his books are action-packed. And he's able to write an action-packed story extremely well, with a great pace to it. There's no point in any of his books that fall flat. And this, uh, he, he's written the Da Vinci Code series. Um, there's five or six and books in this series, that have, most of which have been turned into they movies. They have been made into movies, yeah. And they're very popular um, across, I'd say, probably the world, though people our age may not have read them as much. They deal with some very interesting uh, issues in a very nice, intelligent way, discussing religion in some places while maintaining an action-packed story that's kind of, you know, national treasure-like. It's like a scavenger hunt, but with ticking bombs under the Vatican, all sorts of great stuff. I love them. You should read them. To be honest, I haven't read any okay. of them or watched any of the movies, and he shouldn't make it to the Okay, well, because that's okay. I'm sure he's great. I'll try and read him another time. He but, is. But we'll I mean, move on. There are, other, there are other writers on this list I like better. So, Up next, we have... C.S. Lewis, who wrote The Chronicles of Narnia. His books have also been made into movies, and you've probably at least watched the movies. I know I have. Neither of us have really read C.S. Lewis that No, we much. have not. And... That sets him apart on this list because we know stuff about the other authors and really not C.S. Lewis. It is limited to the movies and what our librarian told us. But he's really good, and he sets the stage as well, like right up with Tolkien on what fantasy worlds should be like, and they're still popular now. I Maybe not as much as some of the others on this list, but I, his stories are still talked about and referenced a lot. And, I mean, the worlds that he has built, and the fact that it could very, be possible, just like Harry Potter, and 
J.K. or Harry Potter and Percy, Percy Jackson, Jackson, it that makes it really cool. It could mm -hmm. be real. Captures the imagination. We, you know, would love to go to Narnia just as much as we'd love to go to Hogwarts. Yeah. So we should probably read the books. But we haven't, so he's not going to win. We're going to move on to Stephen King. Your choice, not mine. Stephen King should definitely win Greatest Author of Our Time. Or Greatest Author of All Time, because he is fantastic. And he has a cult following that I'm a proud member of across the world, of readers that adore him. Nice. And he has, I would say set the standard for the horror genre of writing, just like Tolkien has with fantasy, and other authors who go to write a dark, twisted storyline, they want to do it as well as Stephen King. Yeah. It, I think it's hard to write a horror book, because it's not like with a movie where you can have jump scares or anything, but if you can read a book um, and be genuinely like creeped out and can't go to bed, like can't read the, the book while it's dark outside... And this I mean, is a good author. This is, this is a good author, and that's exactly what Stephen King does in every single one of his books. I would say so. And of his books, there are tons. Absolutely there, tons. And the, also the fact that he can have different characters, different plots, different worlds in every single one of his books is, is awesome. Like, mm -hmm. To be able to write a lot, to keep it unique, and to keep it extremely good... That, that would put you at the greatest author of our time, unless Sophia is 50% the deciding vote, in which case you probably won't be, but... Okay, we'll come back to him, okay? He's great. He's, he should be at the top. Indeed. He could be at the top. All right, so who's next? We have Dr. Seuss. We had to put Dr. Seuss on here. Dr. Seuss belongs on this list, no doubt. I, I mean, there's... What can I mean, you there's say not about much Dr. to Seuss. say about Dr. He, Seuss. He fits all of the criteria we've mentioned. Great worlds, great characters, not great messages. Not based on romance. Oh, definitely not. And do you remember Dr. Seuss? Everybody's read Dr. Seuss. Oh, totally. And he's written a ton of stuff, so, I mean, he has Very to make popular. this list. So, we, we That, that concludes like, all the authors we're going to talk about here today. And we're going to have to decide the best one. Right, so we have it narrowed down to Stephen King. Yes. Dr. Seuss, because we don't have a reason not to put him at the top. And He's was, Dr. Seuss, and, you know, I think uh, Tolkien should really be up there. Tolkien was the one that we couldn't... We don't yeah. have anything bad to say about Tolkien, any of these. Yeah, definitely, because we're talking about authors who have defined their areas of writing. Dr. Right. Seuss Dr. among Seuss. them. If you're a children's author out there, you, you know. should be more like Dr. Seuss. Yep. Definitely. And if you're a horror writer, you want to be like Stephen King, you're writing fantasy, you look up to Tolkien. So, so who's it going to be? Dr. Seuss. We're going to have to go with Dr. Seuss, everybody. Dr. Seuss, the greatest author of our time. If you disagree, that's, um, that's too bad. Go read some Dr. Seuss and remind yourself why he is the best. Thank you for listening. To our amazing real talk uh, about the greatest authors of our time. Go read some of these. We highly recommend all of them, all of their works. Yep. And Dr. Seuss is the best. So, signing off, this has been Ian Fertig and Sophia Bender. Have a good one.